This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Hey, everyone. I have an exciting show for you today. I have the team, the partnership that I believe are the absolute best. I don't know. I call them flippers, maybe call them investors in the Bay Area. Uh, We've had them on the show before, both Adam and Bobby, a couple of different times, but I thought it was time to check in. So let's welcome Adam and Bobby to the show. How are you gentlemen doing today? Uh, we, We are phenomenal. Yeah, very good. Well, Thanks for, for having us. Oh, absolutely. I, you know, you two are, are rock stars in the Bay Area. I admire you. I, and one thing, there's two things I really admire about you two. One is you prove that partnerships can work. I think there's a lot of samples out there where partnerships over time fall apart for lots of reasons. Egos, work, you know, people feel like they're working more or less than the other. There's no work-life balance. And man, you two have proved that if you get a partner, if you get a partner that's good, partnerships are stronger, right? It's the one plus one is four or five. So first out, shout out to you, Adam and Bobby. Do you guys agree with that? Maybe we'll start with Bobby first. I was going to say, I guess we, for, we forgot to tell you, we're, we're no longer partners. <laughs> Come was on it, now. Was it that? Trick? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, all, all is good. Yeah, no, that's exactly it is, uh, you know, the, the partnership is, uh, is what kind of helped us grow and make us where we are. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's going well, still, still buying, took a little bit of a break with the whole COVID thing. Yeah. And, uh, now we're, we're kind of back at it just cautiously though. Yeah. Adam, why don't you remind folks how you and Bobby got together? You guys have been doing this. You've been friends for a long time and business partners for a while. Uh, where we first met, I, yeah. I guess, just quickly, yes. Yeah. So we, we both met at San Jose State. Uh, we, we had helped rejuvenate the, uh, the the Pi Kappa Alpha fraternity, Go Pikes. And uh, yeah, no, we were just like the two uh, the two derelicts, to say the least, of the fraternity. And um, I, I think that uh, for, from a young age, we just had the uh, the the idea that the traditional uh, way of living wasn't going to work for us. So. Yeah. Years later, a lot of uh, experimentation, random businesses started. Um, we, we found our niche in real estate, which we knew for the longest time, but uh, we each had some investments before we started working together. But once we started working together, I think we're at like 60, going on probably close to 70 projects at this point. Yeah, it's pretty so, amazing what you two have done. Hard. The other thing, you know, I mentioned there were two things. The other thing that, that I admire and just really appreciate about you, you two is you, A, you don't take it too serious. But what I mean by that is, you are taking times to smell the, or the flowers or uh, enjoy the fruits of your labor, right? You both enjoy travel and you work it out where one of you could be gone for weeks at a time while the other is still doing it. And then they come back and the other one takes off and watching you two on Facebook is like, damn, they're at it again. I can't believe it. So uh, why don't you talk about a couple of places, Adam, you've been to here recently and we'll hit up uh, Bobby next. Yeah, so I just got back uh, maybe about a week ago or so. Uh, I spent a few weeks in Turkey, which uh, I I highly recommend. Um, It's one of my new favorite countries. I'd say easily top five. Yeah, I think that was country number 78. So for that to make top five, I I think that was 
beautiful, beautiful place. Um, a combination of everything's open. Uh, the COVID rates are actually fairly low out there. Uh, you can actually, a lot of like sit in businesses, restaurants, bars, et cetera, that they're still practicing precautions. They're actually very cleanly over there. I, I was surprised. They're very advanced, more advanced than I was anticipating. Uh, and also our dollar goes a long way. So if anyone wants to go to Turkey, uh, back in 2015, I believe the US, it was two Turkish lire to $1. And then in 2016, they had a military coup. So now it's about eight to one. Oh, wow. So we're like staying in like five star hotels for like 40 bucks, going to Michelin star restaurants for like $35. Wow. Um, it was it was nuts. Like a nice steak and wine dinner is like seven bucks. You know, it <laughs> Crazy affordable, nice. beautiful, and some of the most varying topography I have ever seen in my life. So uh, it's, cool. it's so fresh in my blood right now. I'm like, everyone go to Turkey. Now's the time. Like, check it out. It's Very perfect. Cool. How, how about you, Bobby? Uh, you have any trips here recently that you want to share about? I did hear little birdie told me you might be adopting uh, a child here shortly as well. N not adopting. Oh, okay. um, so I'll start with the trips. Okay. No, no major trips. Actually, so when the whole COVID thing happened, on the boat oh you still there I just came back on. Looks like I lost you there for a little bit. I apologize. We're still recording okay. though. So sorry, back to the no trips when the COVID hit, then it just, I lost you. What, what happened? I got you. Okay. I'll, I'll go back over. So yeah, we were actually down, me and my dad were down in Argentina in Buenos Aires in, in March. Okay. And we were getting ready to go and we, we missed the last boat by probably 12 hours. Oh, wow. If it would have gone 12 hours earlier, we would have been able to get down there. But uh, we, we were at the hotel waiting to go and they're just waiting minute by minute things you know when things were changing by like the hour the world was coming to an end in the next 12 hours yeah. and, and uh, they they ended up telling us go back home uh reschedule and uh, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. gotcha so it was kind of a bummer but that was the last uh okay adventure that we, we were going on but the, uh, the the adopting it's it's not adopting okay. we're open to it but what we're doing is is fostering. Oh, my mistake. And okay. you know, depending awesome. on how that goes, then we'll we'll, we'll take the adoption route if you know works out for to, both sides. It's, it's all about the foster. Yeah, exactly. So we it, have a little baby girl right now, uh, two weeks out of the hospital, wow. and uh, it, she's just adorable. And you know, hopefully her parents get their stuff together and they're able to provide for her. But uh, yeah, no. It, if it doesn't go that way, we're open to taking her over. And if not, then you know, hopefully we can put a, at least a good little imprint on her. Uh, for the, the little time we had. That's amazing. Uh, again, doing things like that just shows you how big a heart really both of you have. Um, fostering children, babies uh, is an amazing thing. So thank you for, for doing that. That's uh, that's pretty amazing. So it's, it, you know, the cool thing is, is it's the real estate has allowed us to be able to do that. Yeah, totally. I mean, yeah, what you guys have done. Yeah, exactly. It gives you both options and you can, you can provide for others. It's pretty amazing. Exactly. Very cool. Well, let's catch everybody up on what you two have been doing since we last spoke. Uh, first and foremost, what you guys were really known for in the Bay Area is you leveraged real estate agents and brokers. 
right? You invested in those relationships. You told them what you were looking for. And, you know, you have built really a career out of those relationships. Is that still something that is a part of your business? Very much so. Yeah, it's uh, we, I think in the last 60 days, this is slowing down for us. But I think in the last 60 days, we've taken on about six, seven projects. Wow. Um, and a lot of these are actually multifamilies with a few single families in there. Uh, and yeah, a, a large percentage, a large percentage of them did come from agents. Um, we, we had a great one in Milpitas that came from, uh, he's now an agent, a, also a, a property management owner. Like he owns probably, oh. uh, I, I think his company manages about three to 400 rentals. Okay. Wow. Um, so yeah, we got one from him, got a few more from some agents, um, We've even been leveraging with callers now, like we have callers calling in like Dominican Republic, India, et cetera, which is pretty unique uh, cool. for us. Yeah. Uh, but yes. Okay. Yeah. So that's good. And then the last project I remember talking about with you guys is you had picked up a couple of small multifamilies. I think there were triplexes near where I live in, in Mountain View. Whatever happened to those, still own them, just sell them. Just curious what happened because you had just closed on them, I think, when we talked last. So those probably just closed on the two, I think, because we closed on one, rehabbed it, and then we used that to get the other two at a, at a price that made sense for us. Mm -hmm. And those were, I think, the two that we had closed on then. And we actually pretty much used that first one as the comp. Oh, nice. And we set the comp for the other twos or the other two triplexes, and then we sold those uh, to a, a few other people. So we pretty much parceled them all out to individual investors, which cool. was worked out very well. It, now, it did was, you, uh, uh, forgive me, I forget the plan, Bobby, was it to buy, fix up, raise rent, sell, or did you treat it more as a, you know, you bought and then sold real quick or how did that, I forget what happened to those two. So the first one we, we bought, flipped, restabilized the building completely. Mm -hmm. And then we tried to bring down the, the San Francisco uh, tenants in common mm -hmm. into Mountain View. And that, that didn't work out, which was, you know, it probably, was better because then we were just able to keep the headaches down to a minimum. So we ended up selling that one as a stabilized triplex. Okay. And then the other two, we just, uh, we got them pretty much ready to be, you know, turned and then sold them as is with okay. that small margin for the next uh, investor to make their, their, their profits. Very, very cool. Well, that's cool. I, I love catching up now. Now I'm now the fun part. What, what, what are Bobby and Adam doing since COVID? Where are you taking this thing? I know you guys uh, have some plans for the future. So, what, what is keeping you busy these days? Maybe talk about the book of business today, you know, the seven or eight transactions you're playing with now, and then we'll talk about the future next. So what are you guys doing now? In the immediate, we've been focusing on multifamily, which is something I wanted to talk to you with today as well. Sure. Kind of, kind of pick your brain on where you see that going, et cetera. So I, I think let's, that would be the next. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I'd love to pick your brain on that. Uh, but yeah, we've actually been moving a lot of our wealth into multifamily. We've been picking up some uh, fourplexes, sixplexes, et cetera. Uh, okay. Seeing these like 12, 15, 20, 30 unit buildings is pretty rare here in Santa Clara County, Silicon yeah. Valley. You, you don't see as much. So even these things that we're picking up, I think we, uh, an example, we, we picked one up in Campbell for around 1.5-ish million, but it's great because the one right next door to it just sold for two and a quarter million. Oh, so wow. We got a pretty good deal on that one. We picked up a great one in Santa Clara, probably close to a million dollars less than what it'll be worth once it's stabilized. <clears throat> and so that's kind of our focus right now. Like it's kind of like, hey, we're at a point where our flips are pretty good. We have one going like in Cambrian Park area that we'll probably make maybe 250, 300 grand. 
And then we can just put that, that's now our down payment on our next multifamily to be able to stabilize that. And we'll say cash flow on average of about maybe 3,500 to about 4,500 on nice. one of these. So it's, if we could do like one flip turned into a, a cash flowing multifamily to hold on to, yeah. and that's cash flow about, we'll say 50 K a year after all expenses, not even counting, uh, of course, appreciation, depreciation, uh, yeah. all the tax benefits, you, you know, all that jazz. Yeah. But uh, that's kind of where we've been at in the very short term. In the long term, we've been now looking at larger deals. We've been mm -hmm. looking at large, uh, we've been looking actually, we have a hotel deal we're looking at here in, in San Jose. Uh, we've been looking at some larger commercial deals. Uh, we were going down to San Diego, looking at some very large commercial units, like maybe 50, 60, 70, 80 doors for, uh, commercial wow. properties. Um, so that's kind of something that we've been working on. Uh, we, we've been lucky to have enough people who believe in us. So they've been offering to help fund these deals once we start get, taking on the much, much, much larger, like 15, 20, 30, $40 million projects. So um, one part of that is we, we've been slowly creating a syndication, but it's still very new to us. And, and we yeah. want to, before we move on that, we want to just have a phenomenal, phenomenal project in mind. Yeah. Uh, very cool. So let's step through that because a lot there for folks. Um, first, let's talk about single family homes, right? I've been very clear that I think San Francisco is in for some real pain. And when I talk about that, I, I always get the, well, what about the, what about the peninsula? What about the South Bay? What about the East Bay? You know, all these other things. Um, so what is going on with single family homes in Campbell, Cambrian, San Jose? Is it still flying high? Are you still getting multiple offers? Are prices soft? What, what is going on in the Bay? Can I say hotter than ever? Like, yeah, I, sure. I, what you think, Bobby? Yeah, I, I, I feel like it's, I, it's, it's almost hotter than ever. It's, it's insane. Uh, and we weren't there's, there's not a lot of inventory. That's it. Really, the inventory yeah. has disappeared. Uh, mm -hmm. You know how that affects everything is you know supply and demand. Yeah, that's really my answer for everybody when they ask me. I say as long as you're outside of, I'm very clear. San Francisco, the city, is essentially mm -hmm. shut down. Rents are down thirty percent in San Francisco. The Bay, fine, right? Um, so when you think about single-family homes in the rest of the Bay Area. Uh, I think you're right. Supply and demand, they're going to go up. I, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens next year, right? Because there might be some shadow mm -hmm. inventory lurking mm -hmm. and all these forbearance and other things. So we have to just watch that. But yeah, I think the Bay in particular is, is fine. I mean, there's just not a lot of new, we're not building thousands of new homes, right? We're not Texas, right? There's not a lot of inventory exactly. coming. So. We're in a valley. There, yeah. There's limited, there's limited space. You're surrounded by mountains. This is your footprint. Now you need to bulldoze something else in order to add to that footprint. Yeah, very cool. So let's go back. Now we'll step into the small multi. So uh, it sounds like your, your intention there, again, I love the idea. Flip one, buy a multi, flip one, buy a multi. So I'm guessing for the most part, talking about the sixplex and all of that, these are long-term holds for the two of you at this point. What is your plan or no? Yeah, for the most part, it, it comes down to what we're able to get them stabilized at, where we're able to get them refinanced. Mm. And at the end of the day, you know, they, they're all, the intention is to hold them, I think, for okay. both of us. And then if it's something that doesn't work out, we flip it and move that into something else. Because gotcha. some of them, you know, even though the rents have come down a little bit, it's still crazy numbers for some of these properties. Yeah. Uh, where it's just like, it doesn't make sense unless you're parking a bunch of cash. <laughs> you got a little one over your right shoulder. Say hi. Hi. No. 
<laughs> no, I don't want to be on camera. Hi, little one. Shh. Hey, right buddy. <laughs> oh, it's funny. So, Adam, when you look, at, so when you look at these multis, just walking through what Bobby had to say there. So it sounds like you're buying them with short-term debt, fixing them up, restabilizing. Because I heard him say refi. So you're thinking you have a debt structure in place for six, nine, 12 months, or did I misinterpret that? Really as short as possible. So whatever we can get in there to completely just renovate them, uh, bring these to market rents, just kind of beautify the, uh, the, the unit. Um, and yes, the goal is to, to refi them long-term as I'm sure, you know, we have historically low interest yeah. rates. Uh, we're see, I, I think on single family homes, we're seeing as great as like 2.5, you know, I mean, yeah. sometimes even mid better. And even with multifamily refis, we're seeing between that three and 3.75% yeah. rate. So for us, it's kind of nice. A lot of these, like with that, uh, three, three and a half rate, we're seeing these, like we're able to get ours to about a seven cap, which I think is really good. Oh, in the Bay, that's for, crazy. For the Bay, it's, it's pretty much double probably what the median uh, market cap would be. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of been our strategy right now is let's just create a very solid base of apartment buildings. Mm -hmm. there, there, there's different strategies uh, of do we just buy, do we eventually move this into one extremely large unit type mm -hmm. thing? Or do we have them kind of maybe separated, bring them over to a property management company? And we're kind of uh, a little more uh, risk adverse by how, you know, we have one in Mountain View, one in San Jose, one in Palo Alto, one in Sunnyvale, et cetera. Um, yeah. So that's kind of been the strategy now. I, I think this will be phenomenal as long as the interest rates stay low. For sure. Which it seems like, I'm sure you've probably been saying this more than we have, but it seems like all signs point to yes. So where's your head at on that? Well, I think interest rates are the, are, are the boogeyman out there. Um, so we're, really what I'm breaking it down to is if, if Trump wins the election, I think interest rates stay low for quite a while. If Biden wins and the Senate stays Republican, I think interest rates stay down for a while. But if there is this blue wave that they're talking about, I think if the blue wave comes in and it's all Democrats, uh, I think you are going to see an amount of spending or stimulus like we have never seen. I think we see a stimulus bill or bills in the first six months that dwarf the CARES Act. And the CARES Act was $2.3 which caused us to have a $3 trillion deficit. So we could see two, two and a half X that in the first six months. That will be inflationary. That will, that will certainly grow mm -hmm. and get the engine started, but it will be inflationary, right? And we are already seeing trickles of inflation in housing, right? We're seeing a, a cost of a two by four go up 300%. We're seeing, um, you know, plywood go up 25, 26%. So inflation is lurking. My greatest fear is it a spike in interest rates because the Fed loses the battle with inflation. And right now, the thing I'm watching for on November 2nd or November 3rd is, do we have a democratic sweep? And if so, the Fed, you know, right now the Fed says four years before they raise rates. It really could be 12 or 18 months because it'll take a while for that stimulus to be spent and kind of work its way through the economy. But that's, that's the boogeyman, inflation. So that's kind of where I come down on that. There's kind of two, two, two options I'm not concerned about, but there is one that's like, oh, that could be painful. Makes sense? Interesting. Yeah. It totally makes sense. And, and I think this, it's, it's, kind of, it's almost a, a wait and tell. Oh, for sure. I'm like, yeah. The other thing though, realize we got 12 months. So if you have any debt, 
uh, it's time to go refi. Like I, I'm, I'm refining a couple of commercial buildings. Uh, I'm in a secondary market, so I don't get below four, uh, but I got 4% on one and four and an eighth on another. Uh, and I'll be saving, you know, conservatively 3,200 bucks just with a rate and term refi and just, you know, take the 3,200, put it on top of the stack and, and, you know, might as well take advantage of the low rates while you can. Completely agree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. we, we just restructured a couple of ours as well. And it's like, now's the time, like get out there and do it. Don't yeah. Longest it term, lowest rate, you know, I'm even thinking about refining a couple of my free and clear properties. The rates are so low. So yeah, why not? So like, I mean, if I really believe inflation's close to, let's say I think inflation's between two and two and a half. And if I can get 30 of your money at four, that's not a big spread. I mean, it's like, damn, I, I, I'm seriously thinking about doing that. And, you know, so we'll, we'll see where that goes. Are, then, are you, I know you've been, you, you, you've been doing quite a few flips yourself. Yep. Have you been uh, potentially wanting to even dive deeper? And because it seems like fr free capital for that uh, versus we'll say traditional hard money rates or what, like we'll say seven and a half to 10% nowadays, you know? Yeah, I've been doing that uh, six and 20 program. It's been, I, I borrowed millions of dollars with it where I just pay 6% interest on the money. So if I borrow a hundred grand, I pay 500 bucks just to put numbers around it. And then I give them 20% of the upside. So it's some of the cheapest capital. It's very secure, first position, named in insurance. And right now people are averaging an annualized 20% plus return. So they win, uh, you know, just to carry it out, my capital, because at this point I'm only doing the repair money, my returns are over 80%. So yeah, I mean, I'll do as many deals as I can, but like you, I can't find inventory. I have never seen a market where owner occupants are 90%. 90% of the transactions are owner occupant. I have never seen a market like this. And I've been doing this 20 years. Uh, even back in 06, which is a market a lot of the new investors quote, it was 60-40. There were still 40% transactions done by investors. Anything clean today, anything FHA ready flies off the shelf. Multiple offers, 10, 15% over asking. It's, I've never seen this market. It's, it's kind of wild. So the best thing to do today is buy a dump and flip it. It is. That's exactly it. If it's turnkey, it's ready to, it's just good. It's going to go off the market. It flies. People flies. Want a superior product. Uh, just give give them anything clean, nice, new, modern. And we, we just saw it with one of ours, like we were, we were dumbfounded when we heard the offer that we had gotten. Uh, we, we were not anticipating it to go that high. Well, let's and, talk about real numbers, right? And you can just use round numbers you want. Cause again, audience that I follow listens to me all the time. So I bought something for a hundred. I put 40 in, I listed it for 199. It sold like 202 or something like inside 48 hours. What, I mean, you bought something. What was the thing you just listed? Use round numbers. You bought it for what? What'd you buy it for? We bought this one for, what did we get this one for Bobby? One, one. So 1.1 million, you put how one, much one. in? We, what did we put into this one? Bobby, you have the numbers on, yeah? Did we lose him? I think he's there. Bobby, can you hear I us? got the same numbers you have on you. <laughs> <laughs> so you bought it for one, one, what happened? Oh, I, 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 can you hear me? Yeah, we there can. There we now. go. Okay, you can hear me? Yep, one, one. I, th I think we're both holding back because it's it's not done yet. <laughs> All right. Well, you want to talk about the one before it? Fair. Yeah. Well, the, the one before yeah, was let's actually do the one before. So the, the one before is easy. 
Okay. So we bought that, that one for one six five, one six seven five. Okay. And that one we put, I think sixty into it, Adam. I think that was about it. Six and we sold zero? it for two six zero. And okay. we we sold it for two one five. Wow. Was that it? That's somewhere around there. I, I think even more recently, we just did one in Milpitas. Uh, this one was actually, I, I'll use both our numbers as well as the lady we sold it to. So we're, we're, we're really trying to leave something on the bone with wholesale properties. So with this one in Milpitas, uh, we had picked it up for, I, I think it was the high nines. Okay. And we just did a quick $100,000 wholesale to a friend in our network who we've done some deals with in the past. Uh, she went in with her family and completely changed it around. Like they, they did this like, like overnight uh, to the mm -hmm. point where even our agent was like, Hey, I don't think they've actually taken possession or this hasn't closed yet. They shouldn't be there switching out windows and tearing <laughs> out the cement. Like it was actually an issue that yeah, uh, the it actually cabinets off the walls in 12 hours. <laughs> it had held, it, it, oh, it held up lending too. Cause they were doing a hard money loan on it. And then uh, <laughs> it, it just created like a whole fiasco. But anyways, they, they went in, completely renovated the thing in about ooh, like less than two weeks. We're talking like eight, nine days, complete renovation. Wow. Uh, this, this lady and her family, um, they crushed it. And I, I think she's going to pull probably 85, 90 out of it, which, which she was happy with. She does this part-time and for her to be able to go in, get out and have like a $90,000 profit within about, we'll say nine days. And then realize that about 21 days later, she, she was pretty stoked pretty amazing. And the reason I want to talk about this again, is because you're talking million dollar homes. I'm talking, you know, sub 200 K homes. You're talking above it, FHA limits, you know, above jumbo, right? Jumbo is 581, something like that in the Bay, 600, whatever it is, mm -hmm. you know, right. so it's, but it still works, right? If it's clean, it sells like hotcakes. It was really the point of all of that. It's, it's amazing to me. Sells like hotcakes. Now, another example, we just did a fourplex in downtown San Jose, uh, we actually got it for below a million. Mm. Um, it, it was, yeah, it was below a million, which is kind of rare to see a fourplex. Granted, it was mostly studios, mm. but um, we, we had uh, an end buyer who had been looking all over the Bay Area, Los Angeles, et cetera. And then uh, we, we gave them first dibs on this one. I think we let it go for around like a million 130 to them. Wow. So it was like, uh, it was a nice little quick uh, six figure plus on that one. Uh, took great care of our agent. Uh, yeah. he, he, he was stoked. Our end buyer was stoked. He has his first investment property down there. Very cool. So the deals are there. You're mentioning lack of inventory. This has been a slower year for us. Mm -hmm. I think we're only at maybe like nine to 10 projects mm. this year, yeah. which is slower for us. I think on average, we were probably in the twenties. So we're in like the mid to higher twenties per year. Mm -hmm. But uh, we also didn't do anything until about uh, June, July, the, the first part of the year, we were just waiting for everything to shake out. We weren't going to start jumping into the yeah. pit to see, you know, it was all speculation at that point. Yeah. You didn't have to do anything. That's another important thing about the way you guys have structured your business is you're not over leveraged where you have to feed the machine. You can purposely take a pause like, Oh, Whoa, things are different. Let's take a yeah. pause. Right. So very cool. So we've got, I got the little zoom warning. We've got eight minutes and 55 seconds left. I want to get to this thing where you guys are going. Right. You guys are going bigger. You're, you're building on your track record. You're identifying value. Really what you guys get is you get first dibs on so many opportunities, which I think is going to lead to some tremendous opportunities for bigger things. So you talked earlier about a syndication being in your future. 
but why don't you just talk about what, what, what that is to you? What does it mean? And how can people reach out and just say, Hey, when you're ready, tell me about it. So, uh, whoever want to go first. You want to go, Bobby? You want me to take this? Can I start with a little background of why we're, I was just also a little background going into that, that, that direction. And um, then you can go from there. But a lot of it has to do with Lola, Zoe, Lola. A lot of it has to do with the, the, the multifamily market in California, you know, rent control. Yes. It's, uh, it's horrendous here. So with that, we've seen just as the, the last month or two months has gone by, we've seen an influx of multifamilies that are, you know, at the end of the day, decent properties, and they're not flying off the market like they were a year, two years ago. Frustrated landlords. And yep. I, I think that's exactly. So, and they're moving out of California. Yep. That everyone's going out of California. So we're seeing this influx of multifamilies with uh, you know, a reduced uh, inventory of single family homes. So it's kind of that, that shift where I think it's only going to get worse because rent control in California is not getting better. Yeah. The key on rent and, control, and we've talked about it before, is if you're under renting, right, you're, you're under market, you used to be able to sell it on future rents. Now, multi-units, you can't. It's capped 5%. And, and, and yep. you pay, oh, it's just, it's gnarly. So yes, landlords who've not been running a good business, um, they're in trouble. And they're going to have to sell their and assets the cheaper. Yeah, for, for sure. Yeah. And I mean, we're seeing, we have, it's, we see people, they're listing their, their fourplexes at, you know, normal market prices where it should sell. And they can't even, you know, take $300,000 off and get rid of it. Yeah, that's they're, crazy. We make a clean offer right out of the gate. And they're like, no, it should sell for this. And we're like, this is a good offer. Take it. And they say no. And then, you know, a month later they come back and they're like, can we take your offer now? We're like, no, <laughs> no, it's you different. everything's changed. Yeah. 30 yeah. days is a lot of time in this market right now. Amen. You just open the books. You, you let us read the book when we didn't need to. You're right. Very cool. So, so Adam, where are you taking this thing? You got six minutes before Zoom shuts us off. <laughs> so we, so in our, like I said, in our personal holdings, we, we've been doing some smaller fourplexes, yeah. sixplexes. We've been adding a, a lot of these. If, if we could add about, we'll say 20, uh, 20 Bay Area doors to our portfolio a year or more, that, that's kind of where our heads are at for our own like private um, cool. publicly, what we're starting to look at now is much larger. We're looking at a, like a 65 room hotel here in San Jose. We're starting to look at like 50, 60, 70, 80 unit buildings, as well as larger commercial space. Uh, us personally, it, 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 we think the two things hit hardest with uh, COVID is going to be multifamily apartments mm -hmm. and commercial. Look how many for lease signs you see right now, yeah. everywhere I go, I see for lease, for lease, for lease. I expect three, six, nine months for sale, for sale, for sale. Uh, and it's not always going to be like that. There's going to be this kind of shift where uh, these can be had at a, uh, at a massive discount. Uh, if properly managed, renovated, turned around. That's also part two is renovations. A lot of these owners don't have the money to get these back to being like turnkey commercial yeah. assets in order to attract the top quality tenants. Right. So these ones that are dilapidated, they've been run down. You look at the aging demographic of the owners. These owners are on average of like 73 years old plus nowadays. Uh, we see a big market in that where like our goal is like, hey, can we start buying up entire shopping centers, malls, et cetera. And with that, uh, we have been now kind of, uh, I know we, we've spoken with you in the past. We've spoken with some other very savvy people who we respect and uh, who we'd be willing to team up with on these. And uh, we're, we're now kind of creating a, a division within our company uh, on how do we raise resources, pull funds, 
then be able to buy this asset that at one point was worth, we'll say 20 million. We're now able to get it for 11 million. And uh, the idea is over the next five years, it'll probably go at least back up to 20, maybe 22, 23, 24. And we can just start seeing very large profits out of these. Yeah. So that, that's kind of where our heads have been at recently. Yeah, well, I know you again, your track record in the Bay Area, your reputation precedes both of you. It's awesome. How If somebody watching this just wanted to be on an email notification when you guys start rolling with this and get, get to that next step, how would they reach out to you two or where do you want them to go to, to say, hey, tap me on the shoulder when you guys have something you're serious about? Yeah, I, I guess the three easiest things. You, you can always check us out. Our, our, our website's thevalleyinvestors.com. If you want to shoot us an email, we, we, we use this for our business. Uh, it's just Aaron Homes LLC at Gmail. That's A-R-O-N-H-O-M-E-S-L-L-C at Gmail. Feel free to reach out for really anything. Any, any questions you want to say hello, if you could use some advice, like we, we, we always will we'll always share time and knowledge. And you can always give us a call. We're, we're pretty direct about that. So feel free to give us a call, shoot us a text. Uh, hey, I, I, I saw you on Michael's podcast. I wanted to say hello. Uh, you can reach us anytime, 408-755-6745. That goes for anyone wanting to learn real estate. Like we're always down to have a quick conversation to kind of set you in the right path. Uh, agents who are out there, we, we love chatting with agents. So if you have any opportunities, I'm sure you know my car. We've always tried to take care of our agents. Uh, the goal is like right now, everyone's kind of doing what we're doing. Everyone has the model of, hey, like, hey, agent, bring me a property that I, that I can make. We'll say we like to make 10% profits. So bring me a property. I can make 10% profits. I'll let you use it when I buy it. I'll do the rehab and I'll also let you relist it for me on the back end. We're trying to add to that with all of that. Plus, we don't mind sharing in some of the profits as well, especially if we can get over our 10% profit mark. So any agents watching this, uh, we have no problem partnering up with you. We, we have the experience. We have the crews. We have the money. So if you have something phenomenal, maybe you don't want to risk your own capital. Maybe you want to partner with somebody who uh, we, we've been doing quite a few of these. So that's something that we're always open to. Yeah. So a couple of things on that, folks. Uh, if you are yeah, in the I'll Bay, oh, go ahead, Bobby. I was going to say, I'll leave it with uh, one last tidbit. I know you mentioned uh, FHA financing, and I know there's probably a wide breadth of investors out there that are doing, you know, they're, they're first, they're trying to figure out financing and stuff, and they're trying to figure out how to do it. And for those that are veterans out there, you have access to a, a pretty solid loan program right now. They just changed it and it's now hundred percent financing with no limits. Wow. So if, if you have a VA loan option, look into it, you know, it can be worth your time and uh, energy to spend on trying to get that first property with that. Very cool, Bobby and, and Adam. So folks, uh, Adam was gracious enough to leave his phone number there. If you are in the Bay area, anywhere in the Bay, East Bay, North Bay, South Bay, and you are not taking the opportunity to reach out to, to these guys, I will say at this point blank, you're an idiot. Um, they have been doing amazing things for years to come and will be doing amazing things for years uh, to come. So uh, guys, thank you very much for doing this. We made the time limit. Yay! Michael. We appreciate you, Michael. It's always good seeing your smiling face. So <laughs> I, I know you've been out there. We've been watching a lot of your podcasts. I, I know you've been working hard. You've been interviewing a lot of interesting people. So I uh, appreciate just everything you've been adding to this community, the space. Uh, you've been adding a lot of value to people. Uh, congrats on Amazon too. I, I, I saw your book. Uh, you've been crushing it. So it's, uh, it's, it's, we're, we're proud of you, man. It's, oh, it's I appreciate good that. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, guys.